We are very, very pleased to have a special guest joining us in the studio this morning, Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony Albanese. Prime Minister, good morning. Wonderful to be here in the studio. Well, for starters, I better put your microphone yeah. on. That that is. Yeah, it, I reckon the interview will go better if <laughs> yeah, uh, if you can if talk. If it's two way rather than just uh, just one. I'm the learner in this uh, in no, this room. To be fair, Prime Minister, I've only been on this side operating the panel for a couple of weeks now, and that's the first time I've mucked up and with see, the biggest uh, name. The in The little street. light there's the key. It certainly see. helps, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, You've been with the visit, visiting the workers down at Tassel and in the Huon region the last couple of hours. I, I'd say you're hours because <laughs> you've only been here about uh, a day. Uh, what brings you to Tassie? Well, I wanted to go down there with uh, Julie Collins and uh, with Brian Mitchell and, and Senator Urquhart yesterday to meet the workers and to acknowledge the important role that the salmon industry plays in employing around about 5,000 people uh, in Good, well-paid jobs. It was fantastic to have a chat with them yesterday and to see the work that they did do. Years ago, in 2007, I went down to the, the Huon there and we promised a water infrastructure project to add to the water supply. And that's all happened, up and running now. Uh, that's made a difference to the region. And it was good to be uh, here in Tasmania. I was, I was keen to get here early in, in the year. I love coming to Tasmania. I was here so many times uh, last year. And it's important, I think, to get out of Canberra and to be where people are. The Liberals are saying that you're not guaranteeing salmon farming in Macquarie Harbour and the Greens are furious that you've appeared alongside uh, Tassel in the an industry they are saying is threatening the Morgian skate. No fence-sitting here. Uh, will you guarantee farming in Macquarie Harbour or could it actually be banned if it's the only way to save that stingray? Well, we're doing the right thing, aren't we? If uh, you've got uh, the Liberals from one end and the Greens from another, uh, what I've said is those jobs are absolutely critical and we want to support the industry. We want to work on a win-win, not either-or. And that's one of the problems, I reckon, with politics today is that the Liberal Party are so negative in the way that they approach uh, things uh, federally in particular. Uh, Jeremy Rockliffe and I have had a, a, a chat about the issues. We agreed that you want a sustainable industry and you want the industry to continue, uh, but you need to have proper environmental assessments according to the law is what uh, Tanya Plibersek uh, needs to do, she's required to do, it's not an option, uh, the consideration of the EPBC Act, and uh, she'll do that. But I'm very confident that we can work through ways in which uh, the sustainability of the industry uh, can be enhanced. That's something that the salmon industry want to do themselves. And when I was meeting with them yesterday, they're very confident that they can do so. How do you balance economy and sustainability? Well, you, you look for both because the, the truth is that when we have uh, breed cattle to eat, sheep, when we grow vegetables, all of it has an impact on aquaculture, all of it has an impact on the environment. What we need to do, so you can't just say, oh, look, we'll just shut everything down uh, because then uh, we have no industry, we have no jobs, and by the way, we have nothing to eat either. Mm. Uh, what you need to do is to make sure that industries are sustainable, work on these issues, follow the science, and that's precisely what 
uh, my position is that you can do that and achieve good outcomes. There's already been major improvements in the sustainable practices of the salmon industry, but it's an important industry not just for Tasmania but for the nation as well. It's a major export industry. And if you just say, oh, well, everything's all too hard, we'll just shut things down, then those workers who I met with yesterday uh, who are engaged in good jobs are very proud of the products that they produce. And Tasmanians, I said yesterday that uh, with the exception of uh, Queens, the export of Queens in recent (laughs) times, uh, the salmon industry is a major export for Tassie. Yeah, Prime Minister, now I'm I'm new here, two weeks in. I'm a mum from Moona, our beautiful northern suburbs. The cost of living is worrying me. We will have Tasmanian kids going back to school this year and they're going to be hungry. So what are you doing to help our Tasmanian families? Well, the first thing that that, uh, I'd say about that is that we're examining all of the supermarkets and making sure that consumers, those mums and dads going to the supermarket, can get things at the cheapest possible price. So we've got the... ACCC uh, mm-hmm. undertaking that work. We've got Dr Craig Emerson doing an inquiry about whether the voluntary code of conduct needs an element of mandating, and we've got a Senate inquiry as well. But in addition to that, we're doing measures like urgent care clinics. There's one right here in Hobart, one of the four around Tasmania, uh, that has seen uh, thousands of Tasmanians get that health care they need for free. We've got uh, fee-free TAFE. Uh, operating as well and I've been to the TAFE here in Hobart uh, where people are doing everything from nursing to carpentry to electrical all for free so they get those skills uh, taking pressure off people and today Chris Bowen uh, my energy minister will be here in Tasmania announcing uh, some uh, $16 million uh, for uh, energy efficiency measures solar panels etc on public housing on social housing so we cut down those bills Uh, we've got a range of measures we're examining whether there's more that we can do because we understand that cost of living pressures are the number one priority and that's the priority of my government are you concerned about that though because these things do take time of course and that's why we've continued to kick in if you look at uh cheaper medicines Reducing the price from $42.50 down to $30 began in January 1 last year. Uh, That has made an enormous difference to people who need those regular medicines. Cheaper childcare began on July 1 last year. Uh, We have other measures that kicked in, including uh, the tripling of the bulk billing incentive for Medicare, uh, kicked in at the end of last year. We have more measures that uh, kicked in in January 1. We're continuing to look all the time at what can we do to take pressure off cost of living whilst not putting pressure on inflation because there's no good if you reduce the cost of something but then you put inflationary pressure on and it goes up mm. and and frankly uh, the figures that came through just a couple of weeks ago showing inflation had fallen down to 4.3 from 4.9 uh, exceeded all expectations it shows that it's heading in the right direction, but there is more work to do. Tasmania's emergency departments, as far as our health system go, are quite overwhelmed. We've seen ambulance ramping here, and I know that there's a bit of argy-bargy between the federal government and the state governments. 
We've heard from Health Minister Guy Barnett, and I'll quote him. We've repeatedly called on the federal government to urgently outline its plan to adequately invest in Medicare to ensure GP clinics remain financially viable so that Tasmanians can see a doctor when they need to, unquote. I feel like this argument between the federal government and the state government is not coming up with solutions. How do you feel about that? Whose fault is it that I can't go and see a GP? You know what people are interested in? Solutions. They're not interested in the sort of pass the buck attitude of uh, Guy Barnett's quote there. They're interested in people coming up with solutions. When Jeremy Rockliffe was the health minister as well as the premier, uh, we announced at the hospital in Devonport a really innovative program whereby essentially the state would employ uh, people to be medical students to go through the system in return for uh, them guaranteeing to spend time in regional and rural Tasmania. And that was a really innovative program uh, announced over a four-year period that uh, will make a difference. That's one of the things we're doing. Tripling the bulk billing incentive, something that uh, Guy Barnett's party uh, never did federally when Peter Dutton was the health minister, he tried to abolish bulk billing uh, by having a, a compulsory fee every time people visited the doctor. So there wouldn't have been any free visits. That would have completely destroyed Medicare. Uh, we knocked that off uh, under the uh, former government. And what we did instead last year, the tripling of the bulk billing incentive was the largest injection of new money into Medicare since Medicare was created by the Hawke Labor government. So we've done that as well. And the urgent care clinics that are operating around Tasmania, are four of them, there's been an enormous number of people uh, have already been to urgent care clinics, uh, some 11,000 people since they opened at the end of uh, July. Uh, that is taking pressure off the hospital system because that's 11,000 people who would have appeared at emergency departments for things that really weren't life-threatening but needed that urgent care. Mm-hmm. The education around that, is, is difficult, though, Prime Minister, in that I feel people are still going to a, the Royal Hobart Hospital or the Launceston General Hospital or the Northwest General Hospital with issues that could be solved by a GP. Yeah, How well, do you communicate that? That's what well, we communicate it through interviews like this. <laughs> uh, there's one in Lonnie, one in the Northwest, and one in and two, two in yeah. fact, in mm-hmm. Hobart. Uh, so they're very successful. I've been there uh, with, uh, with the Premier and with uh, local members uh, here, uh, both uh, uh, Julie Collins and Brian Mitchell, but also Andrew Wilkie uh, there, and they know uh, that they're operating. And when we were there, uh, you know, we didn't line up the patients who were there getting care, uh, either for themselves or for their kids. All of them were incredibly satisfied Instead of spending hours at emergency departments, they got seen to really quickly. Uh, they got the care that they need, uh, be it a broken arm or, or stitches that were required, and they got it for free. All they need is their Medicare card, uh, not a credit card, and that makes an enormous difference. Prime Minister, what are your plans for Tasmania specifically in 2024? Uh, To continue to support the economy here, I want to uh, assist in the uh, building and construction of housing here is a a major issue and Julie Collins 
Our housing minister, of course, is a great Tasmanian, very passionate about affordable housing. So we've got the increased money that we have through the Social Housing Accelerator build to build additional social housing dwellings. We've got the announcement today about making uh, it cheaper for people who live in those dwellings. And in addition to that, I want to see uh, the Tasmanian government to work on planning so that there's additional housing development. In addition to that, I want to see projects like Marinus Link and others uh, proceed and progress uh, because they'll bring economic benefit uh, to Tasmania as well. Well, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese, we appreciate your time. Thank you so much for joining us on Triple M. Great to be here and have a wonderful day here in Hobart.